You're listening to The Whatcom Report, a Bellingham Regional Chamber of Commerce program in partnership with KGMI. Good morning and welcome to The Whatcom Report here on KGMI News Talk 790. We are in the height of the home buying and selling season and the market has changed since last year. What is happening in the 2023 housing market? Are there homes to purchase? Is this a good time to sell? What about interest rates for buyers who need a mortgage? What options are available for buyers so they can afford that home? It's the American dream to own a home, and we'll be talking with experts this morning from People's Bank to educate us on the market and what is possible for home ownership. Stay with us, and we'll learn all about it. Decisions, decisions. Whether it's choosing your dinner spot or picking the perfect show to stream, even the simplest choices can be challenging. Hi, I'm Brad Barron, CEO at Barron Heating, AC, Electrical, and Plumbing. And today, I'm thrilled to introduce something that'll make your whole home comfort decisions a breeze. Barron's new upfront pricing. Whether you need heating, cooling, solar, or plumbing, we've taken our whole home approach to the next level. We've taken out the guesswork in our estimating process. No surprises, no compromises, just clear and straightforward upfront pricing. Our home performance experts will provide you with accurate knowledge on the spot, allowing you to easily choose the right products that meet your comfort, health, and efficiency needs, all within your budget. And with our buyer's guide, we'll help you navigate your project decisions with ease. Right now, we have cooling options for as low as $99 per month and add a furnace for just $30 more. Call Barron today. Barron, your full-service HVAC, electrical, and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. Do you know a group or individual in our community that works tirelessly to make a difference? Dedicated to Service wants to give them a special shout-out on the air. Email the details to dedicated at cascaderadiogroup.com. Dedicated to Service, brought to you by Nieder House of Luxury, Whatcom County's premier jewelry store, with over 45,000 unique pieces to choose from in their online store, and over 1,500 beautiful choices in-store. Nieder House of Luxury, 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, next to Lombardi's Back Patio. Tuning into the high school football game. Monitoring the incoming storm. They say what I think, but smarter. Catching your favorite talk show. These are just few of the reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio. And AM radio is the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping you and your family safe in dangerous times. Visit wearebroadcasters.com to learn more and tell us how you depend on AM radio stations like KGMI. Welcome back to the Whatcom Report. My name is Mary Kay Robinson, and I'm a realtor with Windermere Real Estate here in Whatcom County and one of the hosts of the Whatcom Report. The purpose of the Whatcom Report is to connect our community to the issues that affect Whatcom County. To this end, the Bellingham Regional Chamber of Commerce presents this program on a weekly basis to talk about the subjects that affect business in our area. Your Bellingham Regional Chamber of Commerce is committed to creating a strong local economy, promoting the community, providing networking opportunities, representing the interests of business with government, and facilitating factually grounded dialogue with business. For more information about the Chamber, go to bellingham.com or call 360-734-1330. My guests this morning are seasoned loan officers with People's Bank. They're all licensed by the Nationwide Multi-State Licensing System. And this morning, uh, with People's Bank, which, by the way, is an equal housing lender and a member of the FDIC, I am happy to be joined by Steve Gray, license number 107828. He's a vice president and senior mortgage loan officer with People's Bank. He's been in real estate lending for 31 years, 13 with People's Bank, and the previous 18 years as the owner of an independent mortgage brokerage in Bellingham. Whitney Choker... Licensed 929644, is a senior mortgage loan officer with People's Bank, specializing in the North Whatcom County market. She has over 13 years of experience in real estate lending and has been with People's Bank for 15 years. Chad Nickish, licensed 569502, is a mortgage loan officer with People's Bank for the past three years. Chad has been in the banking industry for 24 years, mostly as a branch manager with three different banks, before finding his passion of helping families with their home financing needs. Everyone, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, All right. So let's start. Let's start with you, Chad. Uh, What's the market been like in terms of inventory? In looking back over year for year over year, home sales in Whatcom County, you know, here's how they stack up, which I found interesting. In June of 2020, 
there were 1,347 homes for sale. In June of 21, 822. June of 22, 637, almost half in that two-year period of time. And then June 23, it's popped back up a bit to 955. Are you seeing an increase in the number of buyers who want to buy a home? Uh, it feels like we're seeing the same number of buyers. However, inventory typically are, we see grow in the spring, uh, but we've seen that increase a little behind schedule this year. Uh, as you said, in the numbers for June, we're starting to see an increase, uh, however, in those June numbers. Listings are up about 30% year over year. Uh, so in, that's an encouraging sign in this area, at least. Uh, additional listings would help these buyers. Uh, sorry. That's okay. Uh, additional, additionally, listings will help those buyers who are pre-qualified and have a better opportunity to find a home to purchase. The buyers are certainly out there. Are you seeing it depending on the price range? Is there a distinction or other changes in the price ranges of people? Uh, I think most of what we've been seeing is qualified buyers across the board. Anything from 500000 up to $2 million pre-qualified buyers are out there and ready to buy. Um, but the inventory definitely is low. It's, yeah, it's lower than it has been, although it's ticked up a little bit, which makes it much better – at least there's something to choose from, and you don't have to make a decision like, okay, you've seen the house, buy, yes, you know, ten, you've got 10 minutes, choose. Yeah, definitely a, a buyer's position from two years ago where it was put in an offer and go, and now you could potentially even go back and look at that house a second time and yes. re-decide re or maybe see two or three homes and pick between. And, but. and actually have a choices, and even inspections. Their inspections are back, so they're, they're – um, which – I think is better all the way around. So there's transparency and disclosure for everyone that everyone knows what, what they're getting into. What you're getting into is a very important key in uh, a large purchase like this. Exactly. Now, Whitney, how do you and lenders um, that you work with or that you know of in the area, how do you work with buyers with the changing rate environment? I mean, the, the inflation report just came out yesterday, I think it was. Um, inflation's up, but you know rates popped up the last couple of weeks. They've been all over the place. The last year has been volatile. You could say that. <laughs> um, I think that you know, with any anybody interested in getting a mortgage, whether you're a buyer or refinancing, uh, interest rates are obviously a hot topic. It's a topic of conversation industry wide, and it's usually one of the most common questions that uh, we as lenders receive: is uh, what are what are the rates today? Uh, so. I think one of the biggest things is being really transparent with what goes into pricing and also setting expectations at the beginning of the transaction with that client um, just so that they know and are educated in what impacts their mortgage rate, how their specific loan is going to look compared to what may be out there on the internet, things like that. It's really important. There's so many different things that go into pricing out a loan. And so the best thing to do is work with somebody who understands what your goals are for that loan and for that house and can work with you to create a plan that's going to work for you in the short term and the long term and then educating on that. Yeah. In the, you know, in the old days, um, like old, old days, like this was the rate and this was the rate and this mm -hmm. was the rate. That was it. But now, yeah. I mean, I, I had a friend of mine show me the grid. I mean, it was just there was like an Excel spreadsheet, essentially, of all these different factors. Right. And so when, when someone calls up, you know, I have, I have clients ask me sometimes, well, what do you think, what's the rate right now? It's like, well, oh. it depends mm -hmm. on, you know, 14 yeah. different factors. Just to, it just depends right. on which, what your and situation is. secondary market pricing fluctuates every single day. So what was true yesterday is not necessarily true today. Or two hours or ago. Or two hours ago, Exactly. So just making sure that everybody is aware of kind of what happens in the market, keeping them appraised of what's going on in the market and well-educated and setting that expectation at the beginning of the process is really important. And I think that's a good point is meeting with people. Mm -hmm. It's having that conversation, consulting, not um, necessarily using – I'm a big fan of using your local – are great local lenders versus doing a national online thing because you don't get the the feedback and there's not that working together and, and discovering some of the other variables that could affect the pricing and make a big difference. Yeah. So 
Use your use a local lender. That's yep. that's my that's my plug for lenders <laughs> in our area. All right, Steve. If a buyer says they don't think they have enough money, which is you know housing is expensive, how do you how do you work with them? What 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 can be done? Well, there's two big questions that often get asked at the beginning of a transaction. I talk a lot about the payment, but also we should talk about the down payment, not just the monthly payment, but the down payment. You know, the cash that a customer has to use uh, for a potential purchase may not be all of the cash they have. They may want to retain some for, you know, post-closing. But uh, there's a bit of a myth that you have to have 20% down in our market. You know, there's an equal number of people that come to me that feel like they don't have enough or that they, uh, they don't have enough or that they have more than they need, and it's sometimes the opposite. Um, you can buy a home ideally with at least 5% down, but there are options for first-time buyers where you can go down to 3% or even 0% if you're using a USDA or a VA loan. So there's really a lot of options. Um, another thing that we talk a lot about is for people to think outside of the box a little bit. Maybe there are relatives that could provide some gift funds. That's a very viable source of down payment. In Becoming some more common. Absolutely. And sometimes we even see some multi-generational um, blending of households that in some cases can infuse needed down payment uh, where it might not have existed elsewhere. Um, in some cases, too, and I don't want to pretend to be the professional on this, but uh, you can use your retirement funds to, uh, to use toward a down payment as well. The best advice I typically give people in every case is to talk to a really experienced local lender. You're going to get a lot better sort of consultative back and forth where you can try to figure out what works best for you. I, I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, there's so many, and depending on your, your retirement plan, you may be able to borrow and pay yourself the interest. I mean, there's just, there's so many different things. Accessory dwelling units are now, at least in Bellingham, there can be anywhere in the city. So they're becoming more and more common. So that idea of multi-generational living is possible and can really shift that financial picture. So I think there's a lot, I think there's a lot to do. And that consultive part, can't stress enough, it works so much better when you talk with a local expert um, like the three of you versus doing a, a portal online and you fill in the numbers. How do you know you're doing it right? How, how do you know that the information is right and then you turn around and then you make an offer and there's a, oops, we for, I forgot about this or it didn't even occur to you. I mean, that just there's the pitfalls there. Well, as you alluded a few minutes ago, things have changed in the lending arena. You know, I've been in this a long time, as you talked about at the beginning, and there are a lot more options that are available to people now. Great. Well, we're going to be back with the three experts from People's Bank talking about mortgage lending, the market, the housing market, after a break. My daughter, she's six years old now. Well, soon to be. She's, she's, she's a go-getter, man. She has a, she's a boss lady. I have her operating some of her little businesses, candy business, and she loves it. Daddy, daddy, um, let's go to work. Let's go see if we need to fill up the machines with candy and let's collect my money because I want to go to Disneyland. <laughs> Beautiful. I love the little girl. I like her heart. She'll come in and she'll offer lunch to the employees and then she'll come to me and be like, hey dad, need your credit card. <laughs> you know what? It's something that I would do myself, so I have no problem. Here's the credit card, honey. Go buy the, the sales guy some lunch, and that's what she does. She comes in here, and she pretends she owns the place, and matter of fact, she does. But it's fun. It's fun to see her develop her leadership at an early age. Xavier Cortez is the owner of Bellingham Nissan, part of the Cortez Auto Group. Dedicated to service, shining a light on local individuals, law enforcement, and groups giving back to our community. In the past year, the Lighthouse Mission staff and community volunteers have made a difference by providing our homeless neighbors with nutritious meals, shelter, and help in transitioning to stable housing. In fact, more than 225 men, women, and children have shelter each night. More than 650 meals are served each day, and 150 people were moved into stable housing. This couldn't happen without the help and support of community volunteers, businesses, and organizations like the Lighthouse Mission. Want to help? Visit thelighthousemission.org. Thelighthousemission.org. Dedicated to service. Brought to you by Neater House of Luxury, Bellingham's newest fine jewelry store. They're also a certified precious metals dealer. American Gold Eagles, Gold and Silver Bars, and a great selection of platinum. On Squalicum Harbor, 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, Bellingham. Follow the bright light. Neater House of Luxury. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. 
Welcome back to The Walk and Report. Mary Kay Robinson here is your host, and we're talking with three experts from People's Bank on homes, home loans, the market today, just kind of really figuring out where we are after the change we've seen in the financial markets, the housing market, et cetera. And so I want to go back, and, and we're with uh, Steve Gray, Whitney uh, Choker, and Chad Nickish from People's Bank. I want to go down and now get to a little bit more specifics um, as far as um, – rates and programs and that kind of thing. So, Steve, some buyers, kind of continuing the conversation, some buyers may be thinking, oh, it'd be better to wait. Let's just wait for the rates to come down before I buy. Is that a wise choice? No. Why? Well, the reason is that there's never a perfect time to buy a house. There really is not. And, you know, there are circumstances that are very unique to everybody. It's a very personal decision. But the thing about real estate, uh, no one will argue that it has always been a good investment. The trick to it is just getting in the game, buying a property, and holding on to it for a sufficient period of time. You know, with um, waiting for rates to come down is almost certainly going to expose a buyer to the likelihood they're going to pay more for the same house in the future. Um, you know, nobody knows exactly where our local or regional rates, or excuse me, home prices are going to go, but most people feel they are going to continue to go up. You know, often I get asked for a prediction about what's going to happen. I'm sure as a realtor, you get the same All the time. Yeah. And so I I don't try to answer that question with any authority, but I know who can, and that is uh, Fannie Mae, the rulemaking entity that that really controls all of lending in in the United States. Um, nobody is perhaps better suited to to target or to model what's going to happen in a national, a regional, or even a local market. And year over year, you know, they they sort of answered that question for us. From 2021 to 2022, excuse me, from 2022 to 2023, they increased their conforming loan limit by 12%. Now, what that means to a buyer is that you have Fannie Mae forecasting that we're going to continue to see on a national basis a pretty significant jump in values over the coming year. In my long career, I have seen many years, even four and five years, where they've remained neutral and have not changed that number. But they have consistently over the past few years with the hot market we've been in raised it. But even to go up by another 12% this time is a pretty nice affirmation. So people who feel like they're going to buy into a market that we're going to have this sort of 2008-9 scenario where it's going to drop back off, at least experts like Fannie Mae would say that's not the case. You know, you're, you're absolutely right. I I believe, um, in, in, in particular in our region, you know, I can't speak for all the United States, but particular in our region, there's still a strong in-migration. People are still moving here. They, it's like, oh, this weather is so nice. Um, this is really great. We should, we should you know, live here. And the economists that I um, uh, have, have listened to have said, you know, it, this is not, this is not like the recession. This is, this is not, we have, we have a shortage of homes because we just haven't been building enough over time to uh, uh, take, take the demand um, and, and get those homes sold. It just, it just hasn't happened. So it, it, the, and with the confirmation, like you said, of Fannie Mae, I think well, that makes sense. Well, I know sense. national figures, I mean, but even in regionalized or local to us, I mean, they're just not building enough new homes right now to meet our current demand. And I mean homes, even rental properties or owner-occupied, single-family or multi-unit, there's just not enough. No. And, you know, that's uh, borne out by the city of Bellingham. Uh, I think their vacancy rate, uh, rental vacancy rate was like 1%, 2%. was like really hard to get a rental. Now that's because there's been so much building a multifamily they're up in the two percentish range to two point whatever, and a quote a balanced rental market is five percent. So we're still, I mean, there's been a lot, but we need so much more. So I think that demand will still be there. So in general, though, it is a good time to get into the market. And you know, you have to talk with, as I said in the previous question, you you have to talk to a prof- professional loan officer. Work backwards into that math problem and figure out if it's the right time for you. Yep, absolutely. Now, Whitney, there with those first time home buyers, like Steve was mentioning. What what kinds of buyer programs are there available? It used to be, you know, it's a 30-year fixed rate or you get some sort of weird, you know, adjustable that, you know, scares people. Those are the options. But uh, there's a whole lot of stuff out there now. So talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, I think Steve kind of mentioned it earlier. There's a, a conception of how much down you need. And that usually is like the first hangup that people have. Like, oh, I just don't have enough money to put down. Um, but with first time home buyers, 
one of the biggest benefits to being a first-time home buyer is that you can get into a home for a reduced down payment, a lower down payment. So conventional financing, you can get in for as low as 3%, which is actually lower than FHA's required 3.5%. And so that's a great option. The other thing is that you have the benefit of reduced PMI because anytime you put less than 20% down, you will have private mortgage insurance or PMI assessed on your loan. Um, But that PMI on a conventional loan can be dropped off later, whereas with an FHA program, it can't be. It's for the life of the loan. So that's kind of a really cool program. Fannie Mae rolled out um, their Home Ready program, which has, in some cases, reduced PMI, a 3% minimum down payment. Um, They have some really cool features where they will allow the use of um, potential income from an ADU if you're purchasing one. So An accessory dwelling mm-hmm. unit? Wow. Um, so there's some underwriting guidelines that are there, but overall there's some additional flexibilities that have not been available in the past. And so those are really good things for first-time buyers to pi- kind of be aware of, right? Like they're not pigeonholed into one, one program or you need to fit into one box in order to buy a home. There's another misconception about who is a first-time home buyer, and I like to point that out because most people think that a first-time home buyer is somebody who has never owned a property before, and that's actually not the case. So Fannie Mae's uh, definition of a first-time home buyer is somebody who hasn't owned real property within the last three years. So you could have owned a home five years ago, sold it, and you know within that year moved away or done something and rented for three years. You can come back and you can be a first-time home buyer and take advantage of those benefits. So it's a pretty it's, cool it's, thing, isn't it? Um, and they look at uh, past year's tax returns. You have to show that you didn't have. Right. That's yep. how and it's a declaration on your application as well. Like they're going to ask you, have you owned real estate within the last three years? So, um, but that's a cool thing. So people are sometimes unaware of that as well, and it just kind of opens up the arena for more people to get into the market and then start building wealth through real estate that way. Right. And there's also down payment assistance programs there depending are. on yeah. – they're both private right. and public yep. for that matter. Yeah, there's grants. Um, we do offer Washington State Housing Finance Commission financing. Um, so that allows you to finance your the first and then as a down payment assistance second. There are different – depending on where you're located – some cities have grants that you can use uh, for down payment assistance if you qualify for them. So that's another thing to look into, just depending on where you're at um, and in your market. So those those options are definitely available. Obviously, FHA is always a really popular program because of the low down payment, um, and it has a little bit different credit profile. Um, but it's not necessarily, you know, for first time buyers. You can. Anybody, can, yeah, anybody can do that. So that's also cool where people think that they might not even qualify for a loan with that lower down payment. So it, it just kind of allows more people to get into a home. And the other thing is, you know, like you mentioned, there's different down payment assistance. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. not in a neighborhood. There's, you know, driven or sometimes I've seen um, credits or incentives that are targeted towards a specific work working group. Um, you know, whether it's teachers or, you know, first responders, sometimes municipalities in order to encourage um, uh, first responders right. to uh, live in the city that they work, they'll have programs. So it just you just really you really need to talk to an experienced loan officer locally yes. who knows these things. Right. And they can look at the different programs that they offer that they specialize in and can work with underwriting to find the right fit for you because it's not a one size fits all. And everybody, and I think that's the coolest part about what we do, is that there is no two loans that are alike. Everybody is unique. Every situation is its own individual scenario. Uh, It kind of keeps us on our toes. And with guidelines changing all the time and programs changing all the time, it really um, is so rewarding to keep up with it and then help more people get into homes. Like Never never a dull moment. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll be back with our three experts from People's Bank after a short break. Enjoy your retirement at Meadow Greens, a retirement community offering warm, welcoming, independent, and assisted living apartments. Located on a premier golf course in beautiful Linden with panoramic views of green rolling hills and snow-capped mountains, Meadow Greens offers a fitness center, wellness programs, tailored social and recreational activities, and complimentary unlimited golf play with cart at Homestead Golf Club. One- and two-bedroom apartments with full kitchens are available, offering the freedom of eating in or bring a more 
social meal at the Outward Nine Restaurant or the Duck Hook Bistro. Then relax with a glass of wine with friends or cozy up next to the fireplace with a good book in the library lounge. Meadow Greens can also be of help when it's time to transition from an independent apartment to assisted living. Call Meadow Greens today to arrange a private tour at 354-8200 and online at meadowgreenslinden.com. The grass is always greener at Meadow Greens. Hi, this is Tom Borthwick, the Diamond King. We have a huge selection in store, 10 times most places in Whatcom County. We have over 100 certified large diamonds in stock. We have trained staff that went to jewelry school. We offer huge discounts all the time, every day. We have three jewelers in our store. We want you to save time. We gift wrap everything and treat you kindly with knowledge. Thank you for shopping a family-owned small business that supports nine families. We donate to over 50 charities per year. Thank you for being our customer, Borthwick Jewelry. Staying connected with your community each Saturday at noon with KGMI's Community Connection as local business leaders share their expert advice. Sponsored by Dewey Griffin Subaru, Ferndale Downtown Association, Lydia Place, UA Local 26, and Lorraine's Window Coverings. Community Connection, Saturdays at noon on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We don't have the usual traffic jams that they have in the big city, but sometimes things happen to snarl everything up. Depend on KGMI to keep you cruising to your destination with KGMI traffic alerts. We'll tell you where the trouble spots are, and if you see problems on the road, give us a call at 360-676-5464 so we can spread the word. KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. Keep up with what's happening in Linden with Bo Wild and the Linden Hometown News on KGMI. Further north on the guide, if you look back toward Linden's door, you'll see some clearing and some building going on. There is a fuel station and stores going in there. It's brought to you by Rustler's Front Street Grill and the Rusty Wagon in Linden. Stop by today for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Downtown on Front Street and on Hannigan, just north of Pole Road. Bo knows Linden and so will you with the Linden Hometown News. Mondays on the KGMI Morning. Morning news. Swan's Clean Care and Restoration is excited because football season is here. Time to get geared up to watch the game, prepare the game day snacks, display your favorite team's colors, and invite friends and family over. But before you invite everyone over, it's time to get your carpets cleaned and deodorized because the last thing you want is Great Aunt Mildred complaining about how fresh your carpets are. Let the professionals at Swan's Clean Care and Restoration get your carpets clean and ready this football season. Find them online at swanscarpetcleaning.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Harness the power of the sun, reduce your carbon footprint, and save on your energy bills. You can now go solar with West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Welcome back to the Walk and Report. Mary Kay Robinson here is your host, and we're talking all things homes and home buying and selling and what's the market like. And we're with three experts from People's Bank. And I want to um, circle back to you, Chad. We've talked about loan options, different loan options for buyers. Um, but I want to also look at what a seller can do to make their home attractive to buyers. There's some There's some tricks there that perhaps people haven't thought about. So tell me a little bit about that. For sure. Well, on the buyer side, you know, the first thing that uh, anybody should do is get pre-qualified in advance of looking for a home. Um, that really helps make sure that you're looking in the right marketplace, the right means. Um, finding a good letter, le- uh, excuse me, finding a good lender that will give you a few different options to choose from um, and explaining those options that will help them with their short-term and long-term goals. Um, what we've been seeing recently is is uh, instead of taking lower prices, we've seen some seller concessions. So buyers are taking the full market price offers and maybe giving ten, twelve thousand dollars in concessions to cover some closings for buyers. Um, that helps the buyer be able to buy down their rates um, or buy down the type of loan. So 
Again, we talked about how many different types of loans are out there. Can't tell you all of them on the radio. We'd be here for seven hours. Uh, and <laughs> you wouldn't understand any of them. So <laughs> rather than try to go through all of that, it's it's sitting down with that lender, sitting down with your real estate agent uh, and understanding how to put that offer in appropriately. Uh, and then on the other side, the seller's agents typically are saying, here's why we're seeing this offer. If those seller's agents understand why this offer is coming in, you know, at a full price rather than a lower price, but they want some concessions done, it's because the buyer could really benefit from either a little bit of help with the closing costs so they don't have as much down. We just talked about the 3% uh, uh, down payment. So being able to cover some of those costs, um, for the seller to cover some of those costs for the buyer is really going to help that buyer um, get into some good situations. Well, and it's an incentive. I mean, if the seller is going to pay some closing costs, it it that's really attractive to a buyer because you know they're scraping up what they can. They're doing the best job they can to like save their money and uh, be able to buy that house. But you know, maybe they want to. Maybe that puts it over the top to be able to qualify for that, or maybe they want to do you know some new paint or you know do sure. some minor you know updates or something that gives them that cash to do so without burdening them further from a debt standpoint so that can be an incentive for sure, for sure. yeah and the the other great piece for a seller if you want to do a pre-inspection and fix some of those little things um that's a big deal cuz there I'm a home improver guy I don't mind if I see something that needs fixing I'll figure that out but there's a lot of buyers out there if you're buying a seven hundred, eight hundred thousand dollar house, you don't want to have to walk in and do ten thousand dollars worth of repairs. So, as the seller, get an inspection done ahead of time. It's not expensive. You'll find out what kind of things the buyer's going to find out anyway during their inspection, and you can get ahead of those. Be aware of them. Maybe even get them fixed so that the buyer doesn't have to deal with it. Well, and you, it also from from the realtor standpoint, it gives confidence to that buyer to say, I, it's, transpa- it's transparency. So, oh, I know, okay, these are the things. Uh, the seller has already fixed this, that, the other. And these things, I can, ha- you know, I can handle that or that's not that much to do. You know, the faucet is dripping, replace the washer, you know, some, some things like that. Could be yeah. minor, minor things or cutting back the brush by the house, which is always really common. Yeah. Um, that can give a lot of confidence to because it's scary buying a house. It's a big investment. And if you can have that confidence to move forward with that purchase agreement, then all the better. Yeah. All yeah. right. And I think buyers, with they know what their dollar amount is that's in their head and what they can fit into. And so if they're looking now at three different houses and this one's all fixed up and ready to go for the same price as this other one that maybe it's a little bit bigger and it's closer to where they want to be, but it needs renovation, I think that's where the, the sellers are going to be better off having having that nice, pretty walk-in, be-done house. Now, it, that, speaking of you know repairs and inspections and that kind of thing, if a buyer wants to purchase a home but also wants to do some minor updates, some improvements, maybe you know, coat of paint here and there, et cetera, I, you know, it's, a, it's a lot just to get in the house. Is there, how, is there a way to facilitate that? There is. There's multiple different programs out there that will allow – sometimes we see the – the sellers giving some concession to put in new carpet, for example. Maybe they don't want to put in new carpet because they don't know what that new buyer wants. So there's seller concessions to say, okay, we'll put aside $20,000 for new flooring because we know it needs to get done, but we don't, as the seller, I don't want to pick it out for you because maybe you don't like that color. And so that can be set aside in escrow. Escrow can then uh, pay the installer once everything's done. The new buyer gets what they want and and they don't have to worry about like, paying it out of their own pocket afterwards. Right. And if you know, I, I don't like gray anymore, I want something different. I don't want gray carpeting. And that may even enter into the down payment conversation. You may have more money saved for your purchase, but you may want to retain some of that cash if the home needs updates or personalization. Yeah, exactly. And just from, from, a, from a purchase agreement standpoint – if there there is a, a flooring concession, let's say, because typically it's not flooring that's a that's the big issue. Um, it's just worn carpeting. But do you pick out the gray carpet that looks really cool? But you know everything that the new buyer has is brown. Or like, oh, because I've had buyers where they look and go, oh, I can see they spent a lot of money on this. That's too bad. I hate it. I don't want. 
in that, and they feel bad. They don't make the offer because they feel bad about turning out something that's perfectly new. Yeah. So there, there are options within the purchase process to inspect, like go take measurements and you know make those arrangements and pick out the carpeting so that you can go step one, step two, close, replace the carpet, you know, and move in. That you can you can do. There's ways to make that happen for sure. So, but you have to talk. You have to talk to your local lenders, your local realtors, to make that happen. So, all right. So that's um, let's wrap that up before we jump into the next topic of the conversation. So we'll be back with our three experts from People's Bank talking about housing, the home market, and buyers and sellers, and what to do and how to achieve that American dream. After a break. Now you can mow, dig, grade, haul, and more with the perfect solution for your property, a Branson tractor. Save your back and your wallet with one of our compact but powerful tractors here at Farmers Equipment Company. Stop by and choose from our full line of Bransons to take on your toughest tasks. With tractors from 19 to 55 horsepower, we have a Branson compact or utility tractor that is perfect for you. Want to use a rotary cutter to tame that tall brush on your property? You can do that. What about snagging a scoop from that pile of gravel to maintain your driveway free of potholes? You can do that too. Branson's six-year warranty along with our factory-trained technicians will make sure your new tractor is always running great. Get the tractor you want and the peace of mind you need at Farmers Equipment Company. To learn more, visit us online at FarmersEquip.com or stop by our locations in Linden or Burlington today. Farmers Equipment Company, serving the Pacific Northwest for over 86 years. This is Jake at Vineyard Park of Linden Manor Assisted Living. While the world has changed, the needs of our seniors have not. At Vineyard Park of Linden Manor, we offer independent and assisted living as well as memory care. It's your private apartment. You don't live at our work. We work in your home. We offer 24-hour nursing services, weekly housekeeping, anytime dining, on-site beauty salon, and activities to keep both mind and body young. Find value in community living. Visit our website at carepartnersliving.com and schedule your personal tour today. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Welcome back to The Walk and Report. Mary Kay Robinson here is your host, and we're going to talk a little bit more about some options for buying a home. And Steve, I want to go and, and talk about a phrase that I've, that's been bandied about in real estate world, and, it's, and the quote is, date the rate and marry the house. And you touched on that a little bit earlier, but explain what that means and what it means for buyers. Well, the first time I heard that, I laughed out loud because it is a fun expression, but it really, when you, you back away from it and think about it, it's a pretty potent statement. The idea is, you know, it's a fun way of describing the long-term relationship that you're going to have with your new home, but the shorter-term commitment that you're going to have to that original purchase mortgage. The idea is that you want to buy a house now, you want to tie it up and purchase it at today's pricing, but you realize that this rate is something that you're just not going to want to live with forever. Well, naturally, what we're talking about is a refinance. Um, uh, if, you, if you can buy the house right now, accept the rates that are available, or find a program that will provide you with a rate that's acceptable, at some point in the future of your choosing, you can refinance it. Now, just like with the home, the, the purchase prices, we don't know where that's going to be. We can't positively forecast exactly where interest rates are going to be, but the general consensus among industry experts, it's kind of a loose term, is going to be that within two to five years, Assuming we get our inflation issue under control, we are going to see a stabilization in rates, a stabilization and a reduction. Now, where that will finally land, no one knows. The government took some steps that were actually pretty positive uh, to try to, to find a sort of organic place for rates, and those generally will settle in the, somewhere in the high fours to mid fives uh, historically. And so we're hoping that that will be where they are in the coming years. So if you buy a house right now, you're buying at 2023 prices, which is a good thing, believe it or not. And in the next two to five years, there's a likelihood you'll be able to do something uh, like a refinance. Right. And, and I think what people need to understand, there's, they understand business cycles, you know, business is booming and, you know, like uh, uh, booms and busts, Wall Street. So things cycle. 
The same thing happens to interest rates. Interest rates cycle up and down, and that's why we have the refinance boom. It's when the rates are down that everybody refinances. So we've gone through multiples of that over the last 10, 20 years. So that's the same for purchases. And so do you, do you talk to people about adjustable rates right now a bit to, to um, set themselves up for that future refinance? Because what's the – don't people refinance like once every five, seven years or something? Well, we've seen that pattern, of course, as we, we've had these fluctuations in rates and certainly these historically low rates that we've all just come out of in the past year, year and a half. But um, there are options that you can use right now that are short-term fixes for the, the, currently, the current rate environment. Um, we can do things like you mentioned, an ARM, you'll hear that term, it's an adjustable rate mortgage. Um, there were some really aggressive versions of that 10 or 15 years ago, but really what most lenders, credible lenders, are going to be offering right now would have at least a, a five or a seven-year or a 10-year fixed period on the front end of that. That means you're getting a regular 30-year amortization, a 30-year loan term, but you, that first five, seven, or 10 years will be at a fixed rate. Now, really, though, that, so that's one option. That'll give you a little bit of a, of a of an edge on where the current 30-year fixed rates are. There are options to do buy-downs, which is, again, maybe a whole other conversation, but it's where you would sort of artificially buy down that rate in a stepped format where for one year you're at a particular rate, it will go up by a percent in the second year, and then it will go up by one more percent in the third year where it will remain for the remaining term of the loan. That's a short-term solution and may be good for some buyers. Now, if a buyer has an ambition to refinance in the coming term, whether that's the two to five year window I just mentioned, it may be best for them to keep their closing costs as low as possible because what you're really buying is kind of a, a disposable loan for lack of a better term. So exactly. you don't want to go in really heavy on buying that rate down or spending more money than you need to on a loan that probably doesn't have a long lifespan. That's the dating part of it. Right. And because and in, in a previous life, when I was doing mortgage loans, you know, I, you, I would show, and I'm sure all three of you do that too. Like if you buy that down a point or two to buy down that rate or something that's a little bit more acceptable, you're going to spend $8,000. Your break even, that savings on that monthly payment, you're going to break even in six years. Well, maybe that isn't the necessarily the if, – if we have – if the economists are right and rates are going to go down, why spend that money for the guarantee down the road? Chad? Yeah, I think the other piece we talked about earlier was, is it right time to buy? And and part of that discussion that I'm having with clients and, and we typically hear through the office is you can't wait for the rate to go down because if everybody waits for the rate to go down, then everybody's going to be buying the same house that comes on the market in two years. So take advantage of if this is the house you want and you can afford it, buy the house that you want. You're going to love that house for 30 years. Two, three years down, when the rates go down, you get a refinance, then you get the rate that you want, and you already have the house that you want, and you got it at the price that's good rather than two years from now when you don't know what's going to happen because right. it might we be still, a seller's market again and people, seven people are going for the same house. We still have a shortage. We still don't have enough homes. That that It's going to take years for that to turn itself around. So I think that's a really great point. Now, I want to move a little bit to more of the specifics for a buyer. Whitney, can you tell me what a buyer can expect now in terms of paperwork um, when purchasing a home? It wasn't like, uh, you know, years ago when we got into, the, which got us into the Great Recession, unfortunately, the, it's like just sign your name and you get you get a house and then we know what happened with the Great Recession. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, this is a really fun topic for me because my um, background is in loan processing and I was a loan officer assistant before I was a loan officer. So, the paperwork part is something that I'm really good at. <laughs> um, so my thing with uh, uh, any home loan is that documentation is the name of the game, right? So we are required to document all aspects of your loan application, which means that we're going to document your credit for qualifying, your income for qualifying, your assets that you're going to be using, the, so the funds that you're going to be using to close for your down payment, closing costs, that sort of thing, um, and move accordingly. So be prepared to present current and complete documentation. A really good lender is going to know upfront, just from going through your application with you, what what they're going to need to document your loan file, and they can give you that list and make it easy. Um, in general, though, you know, two months bank statements, your pay stubs, W twos, tax returns, that sort of thing, and then all the specific things uh, that may apply specifically just to you. Uh, your lender can can give you a list of what those would look like. 
And, you know, I think it's also good just to clarify to people that when you say current, it really does mean current. Yes. And that if, you're, if your pay cycle, depending, or if you can't find a pay stub or, you know, you hear, here's the one from two weeks ago, by the time you get into the loan, if it's past 30 days, that's where sometimes I get a call like, gosh, why do I have to do this again? So touch a little bit on that. Yeah. So there are specific timelines that are involved with the expiration dates of paperwork. So when if you applied for a pre-approval and it took you 60 days to find a house, well, 60 days have gone by. So we have to update your income and asset documentation um, if we're past 120 days, we have to update your credit package. So there's different guidelines that we're working with. We're not asking for more documentation for the sake of asking for more documentation. You're not being nosy. Not, no. No. <laughs> no. This is how you get it done. <laughs> this is how we get it done. So the faster the faster you are about keeping a working file of your documents for your home loan um, is really important. You can provide that to your lender. And the other thing is don't change anything while you're in this process for the love Please don't. Um, your lenders will thank you. Anybody out there who's done this, uh, don't don't change your job. Don't go buying things. Don't quit your job. <laughs> don't buy that car. Please don't. <laughs> you know, one one other thing that comes up, and it's, it's a little tip: uh, when you're planning a move and you're looking to buy a house, don't pack all of your financial documents. Oh, yeah. Don't if you're oh good. Really point. try to keep a working set, like what called yep. it, a, a working set of documents available to you. And that really, even for self-employed borrowers, might just mean one year's tax return. Mm -hmm. Um, things like bank statements, W-2s and pay stubs. But don't pack them up because they're sometimes necessities. Well, and then, you know, where's the copy? Well, go to the IRS and get a copy. That'll take forever. And time is of the essence. So d don't, don't, don't do that. Because I've I've had people, they move from out of area and they're just going to rent for a short time. Well, it's all packed away. It's like, well, we need that. We need that stuff. Because that, that Fannie, Freddie, you know, or FHA, VA, what have you, they want that stuff, and they want it current and within 30 days. But it isn't a scary process. But I mean, Whitney, you hit it perfectly. That it is. There's a very definable list of things that you need to provide. It's not a long list, and it's something that once we see your application, we can very easily give you that. It's it's really simple to provide. Just don't pack it away. Yep. Just don't pack it away. And Perfect. We'll, we'll tailor it to your loan application. So we're not going to ask for more than we need. We're going to get exactly what we need to document your file. Yeah, and you don't you there. don't try to make it thicker just for the sake of making the file thicker. Not no. often. No. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back with our experts from People's Bank as far as home purchases after a break. Ask the experts with Western Solar. Hey, Callum. Wait. Shh. Can you hear that? I. Wait. Shh. Sh the sound you don't hear are my brand new Panasonic solar panels generating oodles of clean energy and savings on my electric bill. Okay, so you had Western Solar install solar panels on your roof, but why Panasonic? Well, apart from having the longest and most bankable warranty in the industry, Panasonic's been a leader in panel efficiency, cost, and aesthetics for decades. They're so confident in their product, they'll even pay all labor and material replacement costs for 25 years. Wow, so anyone that offers Panasonic's panels gets this deal? No, no. Only a handful of contractors in the Pacific Northwest have been able to meet Panasonic's standards to qualify for their triple guard warranty. Western Solar is the highest category of installer within Panasonic's program, which speaks to how they go above and beyond in everything they do. Ask the experts at Western Solar about installing Panasonic solar panels. Panasonic is offering a $500 rebate now through September 5th. To find out more, visit westernsolarinc.com. Ask the experts with Western Solar. Vista Materials is now open. Stop by just north of Ferndale to pick up topsoil, gravel, mulch, sand, and the other landscaping supplies you need to turn your yard into a thing of beauty. Located on Vista Drive, just off Grandview in Ferndale, across from Perry Pallet. Delivery is also available. Check out vistamaterialsinc.com for a full list of products or call 360-366-5239 with any questions. Vista Materials is now open and ready to serve you in Ferndale because roots matter. In the shop. And I saw a little headline that says, uh, how much does it cost to replace the Ford F-150 Lightning's battery? I thought, that ought to be interesting. Kurt from Angler, Brian from Dr. John's, and Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. It cost around, are you ready for this? 30000 bucks. Join them on In the Shop, 9 to 10 a.m. every Saturday on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Welcome back to The Walk and Report. We're wrapping up our conversation with our People's Bank experts on buying a home. Now, um, if I want to learn about the different loan programs, what's possible in terms of purchasing power for a home, 
Where can listeners get that information? Chad, let's start with you. Sure. So uh, People's Bank, whatever branch you go to, um, anywhere in Washington, there's always going to be a loan officer available. They're not necessarily going to be in branch right there, um, but the team at the branches will get you in contact with a loan officer that can set up an appointment or over the phone get to the point of what you need. Perfect. Perfect. And Whitney? Yeah, so I'm located in our Linden branch up north. Uh, I am in the office four days a week and definitely take walk-in clients, but you can reach out to me via email or you can reach out to me via phone. I also am on Instagram at Whitney Choker Home Loans. Um, my phone number out there is 360-650-5362. Awesome, awesome. Chad, I forgot. What is your phone number? Uh, phone number direct to me is 360-650-5361. Okay, Steve, let's wrap yeah, it up. Yeah, my office is in our, our corporate headquarters in the Barclay Financial Center right in the heart of Bellingham. Um, you know, really, as Chad mentioned, we've got people on staff at all times ready to talk to you. My direct phone number is 360-920-1805. That's really good anytime. Real estate's a funny thing. Sometimes in off hours, we need to have a question answered. Feel free to give us a call. Also, as Whitney said, uh, peoplesbank-wa.com. You can find all of our uh, lender profiles in there and contact information. Perfect. Perfect. And I know just from experience that, you know, great loan officers, when I have a question with the buyer, y'all pick up your phone, which is really because you know what? It's always, you know, it always happens on Saturday night that you need, you know, something to happen or Sunday afternoon. And you guys are great and do a great job for a community. And thank you for making, you know, the American dream possible. Our pleasure. Thank you, Mary Kay. Wonderful. Thank you for joining me this morning. Thank you for having us. And thank you, listeners, of course, for tuning in this morning. There are many options for buyers and sellers in the current housing market, and it just takes connecting with the right people to make it happen, like the folks at People's Bank. Remember, listeners, that if you want to listen to this again, this broadcast will be available as a podcast by going to the KGMI website, the Whatcom Report, and click on the podcast link. Have a fantastic Sunday, everyone.